What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to the kingdom. Uh, again, we are Regulus. Um, we're th- he's trying to FaceTime us right now. It's a complete shit show. So we'll see how this ends up if he hops in or not. Uh, we're planning on him to be here, but uh, it's all on his side. So we'll let him sort it out. But I guess we'll start off with George. What's going on over there, big guy? Oh man, we are. We actually had our shit together tonight too. We're all here in good time. But uh, Red, you could tell Reggie was really blurry right off the start, and then uh, he couldn't hear anything we were saying, and then he he froze for about five minutes, and then he disappeared. So we'll see what happens here. But uh, things are pretty pretty good here in Rossman. I actually haven't left the house in a few days because we got a shitload of snow, and by the sounds of it, Brandon and Do- I think Dolphin got a bit yesterday. I'm not sure about the other places around here, but. We got hammered with snow. So the good news is, is that it looks like it's going to hold up for a little while at least. So I'm um, hoping I can dig my way out of this place uh, sometime soon <laughs> before I run out of food. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I might have to get a sled just for times like this where, um, for sure. yeah, I, I don't really like skidoos too much. Um, I've had a, a couple bad experiences on them and I just, I don't, I've heard way too many bad stories, but I mean, if you're responsible with them, I think they're a good thing to have. Um, At least the quad. Yeah. Working you on do your home. driveway too. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just tough, like moving into a new house and filling all the rooms and everything. And so as long as I can get through this winter, I think things should be okay. But I mean, I don't mind being by myself here. It's like uh, been getting lots of stuff done and um, ramping up for christmas here so we're only a month away now or less than a month away now less than a month 26 crazy way too fast yeah uh dad's birthday was yesterday too so i think rigo and easton and mom and him had some spence bros pizza nice to celebrate his birthday so i got to chat with him for a little while last night so happy birthday dad um birthday tron yeah the, the big boy and uh that's about it on my end i think got home safely from uh, the states we had after the podcast basically went to bed, woke up early, and drove for fourteen or fifteen hours that day and got home that night. So it was a lot of drive. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It's good. I, I like that kind of stuff. It's good stories and it's good memories. So we had a good time. I don't know. I would still, other than like the time that you save, I would rather drive than fly. I can't stand flying. Oh, look at this. Oh, that's a new one. <laughs> all tastes and ages so we're so, catering to everybody Reggie. Yeah. Has Reggie, Reggie been hacked um they, yeah no i'm with you drums i think that uh i don't know we you just get to experience so much more than just showing up at a at an airport and waiting in line like a you know pigeon. dummy for yeah and sitting there so it, it is it's a long time to go but uh, it was we were probably 70 hours on the road total so that's crazy it was a lot. My back, everything would be mangled. What's that? I said my back and everything would yeah. be mangled in my body. It was. There was a while where I was like sitting up because I don't have a big butt, obviously. But so I was sitting up kind of my chair to give my butt uh, a rest from being numb for, a, you know, so she's tough. But uh, yeah, what's up with you, drums? How's things in Brandon? Less snow there for sure, I hear. Uh, a lot less snow. We actually had pretty well all grass on the weekend. And we got we got a little sprinkle of it, I guess, the other day. But um, we went from plus seven to minus twenty pretty quick here. <laughs> no Holy, 
like it was so nice on the weekend like we got a couple walks in like got muddy because like that's how nice it was the snow melting everything and that is officially over so uh back into the freezer and back into the the winter blues only in manitoba something to come back up okay are you are you a big christmas guy you could say that i'm can't stand the holidays other than like luca now it makes it bearable but i'm i don't know there's something about it that i just cannot bear what do you think that is i don't know other people's happiness (laughs) (laughs) what do you mean i don't know i just think there's so much bullshit around it with like the christmas gifts and all that and like the fake cheerness that people put on i don't know okay that's fair but because if you're talking like true happiness versus like artificial happiness i think that's a bit of a different story because you you want people to be happy right don't you i don't know sure yeah so you're saying like everybody's artificially happy yeah and i just smell the bullshit about it and that's fair and then like the gift giving and how expensive everything is all that black friday cyber monday suck my dick wednesday it's just (laughs) never ending I think that uh, I think that a lot of it is, and I think a lot of people this year are going to be having a little bit less Christmas gifts under the tree. I know sure. uh, at this house we will be for sure. Um, but I mean, that's just part of, I guess, the cycles of life. There's some years that are, especially if you're a farmer or in that industry, there's there's good years and there's not right. so good years. The last couple of years for farmers, I think that this year will have a pretty good um crop of presents under the tree but anyways we got some exciting news here we have reggie welcome reggie hey we'll see man I, I don't know what's going on here well you look a lot better now than you did so i think you're okay and you're kind of up to speed might be uh might have to gas uh mts here right away oh sorry if there's any mts employees in the chat I see girl 69 XYZ here. That's nice. I didn't know she was actually going to come tonight. She said she was thinking about it, but it's good to see her. What's up, boys? Hello. <laughs> Still sick? Right? Yeah, I don't know. I uh, Those antibiotics killed it for about two days, and then it's back. So I've just been sick for like six months, it seems like. But it's okay. Yeah, it's the new, the new thing. Everybody seems to be sick. Yeah, just constant. Maybe that's what happens when you deplete your immune system for two years. Yeah. Oh, he's back now. He froze there for a sec, Reggie. Yeah, I know. Seemed to be okay, though. Seemed to be okay. So, I guess we'll 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 start with the show. I'm sure Rigo has some housekeeping to catch up on. He wasn't here last week, Um, but tonight's show is basically we're going to talk about the Domies. It's going to be a preview show of the Domies. Uh, which is our award show that we did. I don't know if we're going to be dressing up in suits again this year, are we? Uh, probably could. I think we Too probably soon, have so. to. I might have to get a haircut then, though. But uh, last year we had a total of eight awards. Um, so best social media, most improved course, underrated course, best tournament, best greens, best fairways, the toughest course. And the best overall course. So we're going to talk about those a little bit tonight. We're going to maybe talk about our own opinions of how things might go. But ultimately, it's up to 
Twitter and Instagram to decide these categories. So it's it's kind of biased in the sense of who we – no, was it biased at all? I don't know. How did we do it last year? I guess that's what this preview show is about. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we'll take a look into it. Yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure that we had uh, the categories and then people kind of – threw out some ideas and then we did like a poll for each one so we might actually have to get going on that but um anyways we're going to talk about that we got some other stuff to talk about for 2023 and we got i think a lot to catch up on in terms of uh some housekeeping and just the world of golf uh there's lots of stuff been happening lately some good some bad um but reggie bring us up to speed with everything that's we missed the last couple weeks in terms of golf and whatever the heck else you got I don't know how well this is gonna work, honestly. I'm uh I, I don't know. Just tell me if it's shitty and, and let me know. It's it seems like uh you guys were chatting there and it was kinda cutting in and out, but um, it seems okay now. A yeah, lot better anyways. Okay. Yeah, lots going on in the golf world right now. Hey, supposed to be watching Tiger this weekend, but obviously that's uh not happening. So is that is that warts on his foot? Is that what he has, or what the hell? I was going to ask that on Twitter too, but I didn't want to look like a dummy. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. As far as like I planners know, words. planners words, yeah, it was, must be on the inside of his toe. I'm thinking, which is a, I actually had that as a kid. I, I, I kind of did. It reminded me of it. it brought back some uh, nightmares from being a kid about having warts on the inside of my toe. And I remember like uh, playing hockey, and it was like super painful, like to put in the skate. So I, I get. Um, I saw a couple things. I, I follow lots of those. Um, Definitely not warts. No? No. So it's like wicked pain in like your heels. Oh. Ooh, that sounds even worse. Poor guy. Like walking on yeah. pins. Basically, yeah. So that's a, can we just, uh, I wish we weren't live. We could just cut that out. That we <laughs> <laughs> um. I mean, I, I just saw the Tiger wasn't playing and I was like rejected. So I just left it there. I didn't really care to explore. <laughs> so anyways um i follow lots of those tiger accounts it sounds like uh like he has clubs there he's walking the course with his caddy uh like he's basically geared up to go it's not like this is a decision he made a while ago and just decided to uh let people know now yeah. apparently he's geared right up and, and hitting some good shots um i i, I want to talk about uh what you guys think about it too but do you want to get into tiger right now or save it for Give her, Later. give her hell, buddy. I just think like, do you think anybody would really call him weak or put anything in any of his records or anything that he's done in his career in jeopardy if he just rode a cart? Yes. Yeah. Think so? I think people will. <clears throat> I saw this thing that said I'd rather watch Tiger hit his shots. Like, who cares about how he gets to the golf ball? Yeah, that's true. That's a good. Yeah, one. like I. I agree with you, but there will be people that will be pissy about it. But at the same time, and who gives a pluck? Well, yeah, obviously he does. Say. He does. Right. He cares about it, right? Yeah, I mean, he would, he'd would he be doing it otherwise, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, like he said to him, that's not traditional golf. And that's – so, I mean, like that's his thing. Like that's his sword he's dying on, I guess. Is Daly the only guy doing it right now? And Daly's in the senior tour, right? Like, I don't know. The, does he play anything on the PGA anymore? Does he just do carts when he does? Yeah. Just majors. And he could ride carts, I think. But I don't know. Like, I wouldn't be opposed to him riding a car. Who gives a shit? 
If we get yeah. to see him golf that many more times a year, I'm pretty sure people wouldn't care, except for the guys that don't like Tiger to begin with, and those people yeah. are sick in the head anyway. So, do we really <laughs> do we really need to care about them? I don't know. It's shitty. Sick in the head. Well, uh, quick, real quick reverse ad here from uh, from our buddy Sean. He says the internet is dumb <clears throat> in Manitoba. Visited his mom in Alberta, 300 megabytes per second for two thirds of the price I'm paying here for five 100 from MTS. Yeah, I I mean, I haven't heard an excess amount of great things from MTS. I've never tried Westman myself. I'm on uh, Network 45 out here and it seems to be running Mint. So actually my, my internet here at Rossman Lake is... 10 times better than it was in Brandon. Remember how sketchy my internet used to be in Brandon? That's wild. Like, ours is terrible. Like, we <clears throat> we can't get it in one end of the house, basically. Like, our bedroom, you can barely get a bar. I got this new streaming device that I pay a lot of money per month for. Not a little bit. I pay a lot for it. <laughs> and the picture, it just, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I called MTS and I... I was texting a guy with it, and it's just, I, I don't know. I, so do I don't you, think, I called MTS, cable, and they right? said the internet's good here. And I was like, okay, well, come watch this fucking streaming that I'm watching right now. You tell me if it's good. Like, I don't know. And yeah, then but that list. might be your, your speed. <clears throat> do you know what you have? Yeah, I I paid for a boost, and then, but then she's like, what are you trying to stream? And I was like, Not ah, just like uh, Netflix and stuff. I, didn't, I couldn't tell her. Imagine if um, she just came to your house and poured a beer and sat down on the couch and started watching TV with you to to confirm. <laughs> uh, Lane says, "Buddy, Elon is on the way. Is the way to go for rural internet." I've actually heard that. There's a lot of people using Starlink right now um, that are huge supporters of it, and I think that it's come a long way actually since the early days of Starlink when I think it was a little bit sketchy. It just dropped a lot, um, but it seems from what I've heard lately from people is that Starlink is. Uh, Probably the future, I think. I think it's the problem will be the... Okay, sorry. I want to mention this right now because when when we were coming home from um, wherever the hell we were last time, the last podcast in the States, when we were driving home from the States, um, when we were in Oakburn, so it's pitch dark, right? It's 10 o'clock at night. We've just been driving for 14 hours. And I'm driving right right before Oakburn. And I want to mention this because it was wild, but also if anybody listens to the show, I, I talked to Mikel about it, but if anybody else saw it, it was a huge, you saw it? Like when we went to Mexico a couple of years ago. Oh, no, no, no. This, oh, maybe, I don't know. But I know what you're going to say, yeah. This wasn't Starlink. Oh. This was a huge flash. I thought it was lightning, but then I was like, it's November. There's no lightning in November. So it lit up the entire sky with a huge flash, like lightning. And I looked immediately to my right, and I saw this thing coming down from the sky. It looked like almost a shooting star. But as it got lower, it actually started to burn out, and it turned into like a golden color. And then it just disappeared, and that was the end of it. Man. And, I, and so I asked Mikel about it, and he said that he thinks that it was a Meteor. Motorola, like one of the old satellites from when they used to have like uh, the, the Motorola phones. He said that he saw one come out of the sky one time and it was the same kind of thing, but it was during the day. But I don't know why it would make a, such a huge flash like that all of a sudden and then just kind of burn out. So my <clears> first <throat> thought was like it was an asteroid or something or Kitty. I don't know. It's super weird. 
Katie was telling what, what day was that? That would have been the day after our podcast. So it would have been Thursday night. She said that it hit near her house. Really? No, no bullshit. Yeah. And it was a satellite. She said it got really, really like she saw this thing race across the sky and then it just like shook her whole house. <clears throat> really? Yeah. But she said she doesn't know where it hit. But that would have been in the same direction, actually, as as Dauphin. Yeah, she said that it hit like near her house because it shook her house. Wow. Yeah, no bullshit. But yeah, it'd be a meteor, I imagine. That's that was my first thought too, because it, it flashed like that and then it just kind of burned out. So yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. Right? Imagine your imagine that thing hitting your house. <clears throat> I wish it would hit the internet of this house. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so uh, sorry, Reggie. Go back to golf here. No, it's all right. Uh, housekeeping. I also had. Um, I wanted to talk about the trip to UND because I haven't been on since I went on that trip. I don't think I haven't oh, told yeah, you right. guys about it. Uh, no. Went down and watched Reese. Unfortunately, they lost Saturday night, so the, the boys couldn't come out to the bar, which was kind of shitty. But um, <laughs> it, it was allowed. No. Oh. That's tough. Yeah, it is. So, anyways, I just wanted to talk about the rink and the atmosphere of that place and the and the uh, the facilities that they have there. Like, man, it is absolutely insane. You guys couldn't like you you could not imagine the the workout facilities those guys have. Like, you actually could. Like, it's like they say it's one of the nicest workout facilities for any sports team in the entire world. Like, just like the craziest. It's so extra. Like it's just it's so extra. They have a they have a high altitude room for when they uh oh here's Bryce. He's talking about the asteroid. But anyways, they have a high altitude room for when they go to play Denver and Colorado, I guess. Colorado College and Denver. That they go in there and work out the couple weeks before to get their lungs up to where the altitude is in Colorado so they're not sucking for air. When they high get there, altitude and it, room. It's the second. It's the second largest high altitude room in the world, next to Dubai. So it's just really high up, or what? Like, <clears> no. So they. It's like. A, it was like depressurize like, it. It's like the same size as like uh, Bose's, basically. Like that, you know that side, the back part there with like the benches and stuff. It's like that size, but it's got like almost like garage doors on it, and you pull them down, and then there's this thing out like the settings up on the wall. So it, it closes like in airtight, and then they change the altitude Pressure. in the room, and they like they go on the bikes and stuff in there to get their lungs used to what they're at. And that's just like one of the things. The whole place is just like it's unbelievable, man. That rink is is unreal. That's sweet though. That's such a good way to like attract players and stuff. Oh my eh? god! Oof. Like, can you imagine going on a recruiting trip there and not going there? Like, you'd have to be out of your mind. Like, it's just the coolest thing, man. So yeah, that was a really cool weekend. How's Reese? He's good. Yeah, we need to get him really on the good. podcast. He's playing so good too. Like he's like, that's the first time I've seen him play live in a long time, and like since MJ, it's unreal. Yeah, crazy to watch how much better he's gotten. So that was pretty cool. And the blackjack tables at every bar in the states is a pretty cool feature. True. Very true. I actually left. I think that was the first time I've ever actually left a blackjack table with money. It felt pretty good. <laughs> the boys were quitting, so I was like, yeah, you know what? I'll quit too. Why did you clean up? Well, I won like 140 bucks, but that, like, 
That's, I just never, case. I never yeah. leave, or I never win. I'd usually try to double it at the very end and lose it all, as you guys saw on my stake. That's usually the way it works, but yeah, that's. I, I don't have much for housekeeping. I haven't really been paying attention to a whole lot of uh, anything, honestly. What the hell you been doing? <clears throat> AC's uh, in Australia. This week? South Africa, I thought. South, South Africa, Africa so. yeah. So that's pretty sick. I, I was talking to somebody about his uh, his weekend last weekend. That'd be kind of shitty the way it all kind of worked out. Hey, like you got to stay there for the Saturday, even though you might not make the cut anyways. What do you mean? Because it got delayed on Friday, so he didn't get to finish his round. Oh, and he was like two or three shots outside the cut line when he was starting on Saturday. So it's kind of like you got to stay that one extra day, even though – and, like, it might not matter so much now <laughs> to him because he made a little bit more money last year than he has in the past. But, like, right. that'd be shitty in the past, like, if he was kind of grinding and he had to stay for that one extra day. Just kind of all like it alters kind of everything, right? But yeah, I don't know. Did, was he close to making the cut last week? He was two off, maybe yeah. two off. I think yeah, because he, he had a good second round, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, hopefully, when's he off tomorrow? Do we know? No. I'll look it up. Um, what else we got here? I got a I got a bunch of just random shit. Uh, the the asteroid was one, so I'm glad that because uh, you know after 14 hours of driving, you're like. Did that actually, Did I actually just see that? Yeah. Luckily, <laughs> luckily, I had Bridge in the vehicle with me to confirm that that happened. Um, but she didn't really seem too phased by it. So I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> and she's like, okay, enough. I'm like, no, I want to know like what that was. Like, we're not just brushing that off. So it's it's pretty crazy, though. I mean, it, it's, it must have been massive, though, because to see it in Oakburn all the way to Dauphin and – it, it probably wasn't in Dolphin area if it shook that, uh, you know, it's pretty crazy. I, I would just like to see the aftermath of that. I've never really seen like it hit something or like it hit them find it on the ground or what the hell happens there. Do we know? Actually, it'll, honestly, honestly, it'll be like a million times smaller than what you th- thought it was. By the time it reaches the earth, right? Yeah. The ground. Yeah. Yeah. Or the ground. Right. Um, Weirzy is the captain of Team Canada. I think we kind of called it. I think it was a pretty obvious pick. Yeah, but, uh, true. It's still official. sick. Yeah, very sick. I, I don't know why they need to involve the Montreal Canadiens as much as they have, but uh, not really anything to do with anything there. I don't didn't think, but that, that's well, just it's my in opinion. Montreal. I guess that's the only only connect. Eight hours from now, so five a.m. Cockrell's off. He's off. Thirteen hundred, and it says it's. 500 there right now. It's what? Oh, yeah. Or five, whatever. Um, I watched that video of, like, all the Canadians, and I think Ernie was on there, Immelman. I actually really like Trevor Immelman as a captain. I thought he did a really good job. Uh, you could tell kind of how the guys treat the captains, how, you know, how, they, how good of a job they did. And mm-hmm. the guys seemed to love him. Although in the video, it looked like he was wearing eyeliner. Did anybody see that video? I didn't catch that that in the video, no. <laughs> so it just true. drops it out there. <laughs> if true, might change my opinion a little bit. Well, on camera, he probably was. On camera? Maybe it, maybe it was a little excessive, but I think usually people in front of a camera are uh, makeup. It was if like true. 
Oh, if true, I'm Team USA. <laughs> How many Canadians do you think will be on the squad? Two. Two. Two again? I would I say three, more. actually. I think there's going to be one token one just because it's in Canada. I don't know who the token one's going to be, but I think there'll be three. I think at least three or four. That's my prediction. You're going to have Pendrith. You're going to have Connors there for sure. Mm-hmm. Mac Hughes will probably be there. Hadwin, maybe not. Cockerell will probably be there. Yeah. I'm going to wish it, wish it into existence. Cockerell will be on the Two years. Who knows, man? Lots can happen in two years. That'd be so sick. Oh, there's, my God. There's such a exciting time to be a Canadian golf fan right now. And who mm. else am I missing there? Spence. Um, yes. So I think at least three or four. Who's your guys' favorite Canadian golfer out of that crew? Hmm. Cockrell, but you mean out of the Not PGA on the guys? PGA, yeah. Interesting uh, to see other people's opinions too. If you're in the if you're in the chat, who out of those guys is your top guy? Because they're, I mean, they're all kind of two in the same almost. Other than Pendrith is mine, I think, just because he hammers the ball, and uh, he's, I think he's a little bit younger too, right? He's got more. I think him and Connors are like the same age. Are they? Yeah, I was gonna say Connors from mine. Really? Yeah. I this think I'd go Connors too. I think he's got the his most potential to like yeah. win more majors. Why hasn't he? Because <clears throat> he's putter. Putter. Maybe you should try uh, Cockrell's yeah. putting. I'm sure the he's aim tried line? it. No, Aimpoint Express. I'm sure he's tried it. I think, honestly, Mac Hughes would be my second favorite guy. Yeah, he's sick. He's my actually. second too. I just like him. I like him as a person. He just seems like a really down to earth guy from a small town. And Mac Hughes grew up just around the corner. <laughs> <laughs> True. Uh, Graham Delight was on the top of my list for quite. quite yeah. A while. Nasty. He's a be- beauty. He yeah. was in that video too. He's in a big park. It looked like he was on a ski resort somewhere wearing his uh, whatever beer he has. Tuke. Prairie Bark. Bar, yeah, yeah, it said Bard across it. You could tell he's uh he's a businessman. <laughs> he's he's a beauty. What's his name on uh Twitter? Deletti. Deletti. Uh he's a cool guy, it seems like. And he's unreal for like TSN sports, like yeah, he's actually been there, you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I, I don't think they've like weird, I guess, but it just seems like Delad has more personality. Personality, yeah. Not that weird doesn't, but I don't know. He fits. He fits the role really well. And we're still weird. golfing. You said Weirzy was weird for a while. Who? You. You said that on an old podcast. Did I? Yeah. Well, he kind of is a weird little bugger. But <laughs> no, you said he turned weird. Because I think it was based on his Instagram post or something like that. Oh yeah, he was getting weird for a while. His videos. Oh, like videos. <laughs> <laughs> Those bless videos you, he was posting were getting crazy for a while. <laughs> I forgot about that. Like what? Oh man, we got to bring up a few on here. They're so wild. We'll find some. Can you? Yeah, I'll be able to, but I won't be able to bring my Instagram up on there. I'll just be. Can you do it on your computer though, or no? No, I don't know my password and stuff. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Here's the question of the night. Actually, it's not really. I'm just curious because I've always said um, one way, but Bridge said a different way. So she was she got sick after we got home from the trip last week. 
And so she was um, taking some Ricola, which Grandpa Hal used to always use. Being in the being an auctioneer, he needed that for his throat. Um, but she, for some reason, she called them halls. So, anyways, I thought she was actually eating halls. But she said, "I just had a haul." Would you say I had a haul or I just had a haul? Zuh. Zuh. Me too. Zuh. Yeah, she, she said I had a haul. <laughs> but she's probably right. She's probably, she's probably right. right. Yeah. But, or is it like mice? Or like, I was thinking like Skittles or Skittle. I don't know. I Because for Skittle, I go singular. I would too. Same as M&M's. I would also go singular M&M. Yeah. But I wouldn't go Hall. No, I wouldn't go Hall either. (laughs) Me either. (laughs) Okay, so I wasn't... That's a good one. Yeah, I've never heard that before either. I've heard uh, mice, meese, moose, and stuff like that, but... So I took a Hall. Huh. Yeah, I don't think so. No. No, I don't think so, (laughs) It doesn't sound good at all. Nope. (laughs) Nope, you're wrong, Bridge. Nope. See you, Bridge. Okay, um, that's enough. That's enough bashing her for the for one episode. One more thing here on the trip. Actually, sorry, two things. Might as well get it all the way in housekeeping, then we can continue on our golf chat. Uh, first of all, the the inventor of the waffle maker, man, that guy's sitting on a beach somewhere in his own island. There, there was a waffle maker at in every hotel in the USA, probably in Canada too. And they all seem to be like the same brand. Same as like the bun coffee makers. Those guys are in every hotel on planet Earth. Uh, So I'd be interested to see who invented that and where they are now. Do you mean like in in your actual room there was a waffle maker? No, like for the complimentary breakfast. Okay. 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 And the most underrated state on the planet is... Wisconsin. Wisconsin? Wisconsin is an absolute gem of a state and 100% going there next summer. Yeah. They have some oh. unreal golf there too, right? Yes. For like on like world class like uh Whistling Straits, right? Yeah. Uh, there's like four or five like really really sick courses there. Um isn't there a sand Dean Jago always talks about one that's like, yeah, it's uh, Sand Valley, yeah, something like that. Apparently, it's like unbelievable because uh, Green Bay's there, isn't it? Yeah, yep, that's where Teej went to school, Teej and Mertz. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, Wisconsin, <laughs> and they have the Wisconsin Dells, man. Have you never seen so many fucking water slides in your entire life? Like driving 20 miles and just like full of water slides. Hotel, water slide, water slide park. Hotel with the water slide coming out of it. 20 miles straight of water slides. And that wasn't even the Dells itself. That was just like on the interstate. Do you like? Do you guys like water slides? I love water slides. Yeah, I'm a fan. Huh. You don't? No? I, I, Yeah, I do. I, but I'm not like, I don't like like those, uh, the crazy ones, you know? Like the straight uh, down ones. I, I can't do yeah. those. I agree. Yeah, some of them are a little you, too much. What about that one at Canosi? Uh, you like slide like twenty feet and then drop six feet, like just hard on your tailbone and keep going. I'm pretty sure those water slides are closed now, aren't they? Yeah, because they had to close for COVID, and then when they went to reopen, they got shut down because they were so shitty. Safety. 
Do you remember the ones in Brandon? But they might be open now. Is it Thunder, Thunder Rapids? Thunder Rapids. Thunder Rapids. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was like the bullet, I think the last one was called. Yeah. And you had to like make sure your head was tucked because there was a bridge that went over and people would fucking hit their head on the bridge if they were like not laying down or whatever. Things were so nuts back in the day, hey? Like safe, <laughs> safety precautions in 2022 compared to like 1972. Even 1992, I think, are just like catastrophically different. Mm-hmm. Those uh, those videos on Twitter when the when the big heavy set guys go down the the water slides, they get so much momentum going, and just like they fly so far in the air, man. Yeah, this guy's I not just stopping. love that stuff. Yeah, I'm, I mean those cano those Kenosi water slides probably deserved the old shutdown stamp of disapproval. Yeah, I, I remember. I, I think they might be back open now. Actually, I think they did some work to them. I remember what? you'd come out of that place and your feet would be bleeding from like the inside of that uh, pool that mm-hmm. go, wraps around the whole thing. Yeah, like that's how shitty the walls or whatever the ground was in the pool. It was unreal. Disgusting. We we went there for uh, Stag, I think, one time. And I remember there was like eight of us in that truck and we jumped out of there and we all went and paid. And I was like the last one to pay. And uh, so everybody else was in there before me. And like, a bu- I think three or four guys, Tej, Dell, and so, maybe one of you guys. I don't know. Anyways, they, they went down that the big, um, real steep one. Mm-hmm. And so I was I was thinking about taking that slide the first time. And I was, I just got into the water park. I'm looking around and all of a sudden I see these guys coming down the slide and they jump out of like the water part there to start walking back up again. And all their backs were just full of blood. <laughs> like there's no way I'm getting on that thing. No, <clears throat> there's like, there's like bolts hanging out of on the inside of the, yeah. And then that all like, their elbows were bleeding and like their spines and everything. Like it was insane. That 14 year old lifeguard was like trying to chase down Tej because he was bleeding. Yeah, and he just he jumped down the slide and went. <laughs> Who's bleeding? He just grabbed onto his arm and just jumped down. <laughs> it's like that. Uh, did you ever see that movie Action Park with Johnny Doxville? Where no. he has a. And it's like based off a true story. Like it was a actual amusement park, but it was just ran to like just very shittily, like very poorly. And it was like falling apart and people were getting hurt. But people just kept coming back, even though, like, last year they busted their ass. They just always kept coming back. <laughs> fun, <laughs> fun, man. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. It's Drums, how do you feel about that, Marner? 18. Oh. Uh, so, what are we – that ties the record. So, he's got one more game. Really? My goalie's finally back today, Sam Sonov. Yeah. Finally. And they won, I think. Yeah, Who's got the longest one. point streak right now? Uh, so this is for Leafs. Oh, for Leafs, I see. Yeah. Who is it? Uh, Sittler and Eddie Olchek. Sittler has all those records, doesn't he? He's got that and a 10, 10 point game, which is NHL history as well. Yeah, ten point game. Yeah. Woo. Rip, Rip had a four point game the other night. Four apples. How good are they too? We we got to be getting Rip back on the show here. Yeah, he'll be back week. next week, maybe. Pop his goalie's tires. We got potential for Rip back on the show. Are we going to let him on, even though he hasn't scored recently? Oh yeah, he scored. Okay. He scored a couple weeks ago. Here, a couple it's, games ago. I mean, it's funny because he said I don't know if it was on here or if it was just in conversation. He said Sorokin 
had potential to be like the next best goalie. In the, like this was just like before he even played a game with the Owls, he said just watching him practice, like he's like disgusting. And then sure enough, like he's like, yeah, like unbelievable. Yeah, he might have even mentioned it again like the last time he was on that he was like, once this guy starts playing like as he should, look out. Yeah. Yeah, unreal. And then you mix it in with the decor they have now. Like their decor is incredible. Yeah, they're they're good. They just need somewhere to put the puck in the net. Desperately. They've but, struggled with that though for the last couple of years, right? Mm-hmm. Well, forever. 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 <laughs> so we got AC this weekend. We got the hero going on. Uh, be sick to watch that. I always like watching that tournament. It's just so laid back, and there's some sick, and it's all like the cool golfers. You could tell because Tiger invited them all. See how Tommy did does watch, there. Did, did you watch some of the shootout? No, I didn't see any of that. Was it good? I seen like I only saw a couple of highlights, but I haven't. Uh, was Tommy I saw, was Tommy just because Max said uh, thanks, Tiger. I think your swing's pretty good too, or something. Cause yeah, and some somebody dunked yesterday. Actually, yeah. Speed, maybe. Imagine hitting a t-shirt shot there in front of Tiger for one, mm-hmm. and then Tiger says that he likes your swing. That'd kind of be my retirement day. I feel like. Yeah. I mean, there's nowhere to go from there. I don't think. I'm gonna need some alone time after that. I bet you. Uh, I wouldn't well, say. <laughs> I wouldn't say Max would say that that was the top of his career, but I bet it would be like top three. You think that his his President's Cup performance this year would be top number one, he said. I love Max Homa. Big fan. He's pretty cool. And did you see he also said that uh, he he fed into the live rumor so he upped his PIP status? No way. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't. Yeah. That's unreal. <laughs> uh, did you see what uh, Tiger said about Liv? I was just going to say that. Yeah. About Gas yeah. Greg. Gas Greg, and they can basically sort something out from there. Really? Yeah. And there's been rumors that they were, like, looking to hire somebody for a few weeks now, or a few, or like a, even a month or two. Like the Liv is? Yeah. I think they were interviewing some people and stuff. Uh, just even, I think like everybody kind of knows that that's how it's going to end up. Is Greg will be gone, and then the both tours will figure something out. Good. Um, I feel like in terms of anything right now, it's like we're just so hammered with all the news, everyday happenings, that we kind of forget about what things were like, like even a year ago. Mm-hmm. But like the live tour was a non-starter almost like I remember even talking on this podcast and we were talking like the live tour is not going to last a season. It's not going to do this. And then halfway through the season, if you asked Tiger or Rory or any of those guys, they would have said, there's no way in hell that we're doing any sort of agreements with the PGA tour. And then live got big enough now where Tiger Woods is saying that if, if we get rid of Greg Norman, which is one human, so obviously they're going to kill him or fire him then they're willing to work with them. Or does Liv just say, pluck off, no. we're doing our own thing anyways? Because they, they stole one of PGA's tournaments next year, one of their venues already. Two. Two. Uh, one was a DP. Valderrama? And Michael. Wherever the... No. But isn't it just funny how that progresses? 
Yeah. And no one really seems to. Because it's all about money in the end. Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like you got guys going there, you got talent, you got money. Guys can say whatever they want, but I mean, I, I still think that Liv's going to struggle for a little while in terms of getting people to give a shit about them. Yeah. It is kind of cool that you can watch them on YouTube. Like the last, the last uh, tournament they had there, the finals, I watched a bit on YouTube for a while. I feel it's, like they're kind of like after max though now. Do you think? Like I, th- I think if anybody the else was going to they would have went. Oh, max players. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. they're close to their max popularity yet. I think they're just no, no. Hurting. I'm saying that like that. Those are the players that they're going to have. I don't think they could get anybody else. Well, it, it depends what actually happens with between the two. Yeah, leagues. Yeah. Interesting though. Either way, interesting. It but is, yeah, like yeah. It, I, Tiger basically said, like it's in their the ball is in their court now. Like we kind of told them what we'd be willing to come to the table if they hold up their side. And because Liv filed their lawsuit first, they have to drop theirs before <laughs> the PGA can drop theirs type thing. So, yeah. so do you think that they'll say, they'll make them drop all the lawsuits and then say, just kidding, you fucking idiots? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Who knows? You guys, I know you, the answer is probably no from both of you, but did you guys watch any of that Canadian soccer? No. Or follow any of it, track any of it? Pretty cool. Care. First ever Canadian Canadian goal ever scored in the World Cup. Pretty sick. Like I mean, like, like it is cool. I, it's yeah, just it not is. On I, I never watched any of the game. I just like kind of tracking and following everything that they're doing. It's kind. Of, it is really cool. Lots of shit going on in Qatar, but we we don't need to get into that either. Wild. I heard that. Uh, well, it's like a known fact. I think that they sent a bunch. Like Budweiser provided the whole thing with alcohol, and then. Found out that they can't have alcohol in the stadium, so the winning yeah. country gets all the all that. supply that cuts in total. Wild, that's wild. Why would like they not the team, right? Like they send it to the country, the actual country, right? Yeah, and probably the team can dabble well, in whatever the hell they want. Bang that, they're, yeah. They're not allowed to have liquor there. No, Catlin was talking about that actually. That. You can have it in the hotels there, but that's the only place you can have it in those countries. Yeah, like if Fry, they had to they had to travel to drink. Mm-hmm. When he was teaching over there, or you had to go to like a, a military base or something like that. This guy that I'm real good buddies with in Dolphin now, Trums. You might have you ever met Catlin? I don't. I don't know. He was with Fry over there, and he knows Farnsy really well. Oh, okay. Yeah, anyways, so he tells a lot of stories about that stuff. And he, he knew Fry because they were over there together. But yeah, just the stories about, like, we don't even, we have no yeah. clue about what goes on over there. It's none. Crazy. It's a crazy world. As we know. I did, I, I have, I'm not going to lie, I did like that reporter stuff in it to the U.S. Uh, soccer player. Cause I didn't see that. Like, they're getting hammered in Qatar, like, over their human rights stuff. Right. And like one of the, um, I think he was the captain. He's outspoken from the the state side about it, and so the reporter's like, "Do you know that you guys are the rate the most racist country in the world? And <laughs> you, as a black person, you should understand the treatment that th- your country has done to you." And the guy was like, "Oh shit, I'm kind of <laughs> caught here." <laughs> Unreal. <clears throat> uh. 
Okay, let's. What else? Should we get into golf stuff? The preview. Yeah, we can. I. What are we, we going to get into tonight? What's that? What are we going to get into tonight? Well, I think we're just going to run through the categories here and maybe give our inputs on, or I don't know, because we don't really influence the picks overall. I mean, we're going to see the results and we're going to comment on them during the domies, obviously, but we don't really tell what our picks are for this stuff. And I, it's not like it's going to influence anybody's decisions whatsoever. So I think it'd just be kind of cool to, without any sort of preparation or anything, just kind of like what your experience was this year in terms of golf and um, what you would pick for each category. So, and everybody in the chat too, if you're, if you're following along here and want to have your say, I think it's a good time to do it. Are we going to do the Domi's live? I feel like that'd be cool. Yeah, I would say so. (laughs) Drums. Hmm. So social media game and the last last year Minidosa won this. Um I'd be hard to vote against Patty for sure because he kind of covers the whole everything sphere. Um, but I think it's worth mentioning there's been a couple courses I think that I've seen anyways that have upped their game in the last year. Um golf Rapid City for one. I've never played Rapid City, but I know that uh it's Dylan, right? I don't know. You know Dylan, don't you, Rio? I think he's been the guy behind the, the account there, and I think that he's been pretty consistent at least in showing, trying to get people out to Rapid City, which is, after all, what social media is for. It's like uh, the best way to promote your product by paying zero, literally. Um, so Golf Rapid City, I think, would be one of my votes for sure. Did you guys see any golf courses this year that were doing anything outstanding in terms of social media? I still feel like we're really lacking behind a lot of, like, the state's courses and stuff like that in terms yeah. of golf courses being active on social media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'd have to kind of go through like my timelines because I nothing's popping out of my, my head. Well, that's yeah, okay. Either. Um, most improved. Well, it doesn't have to be local. It has to be within Manitoba. Yeah. Okay. Because there's that Prairie Golf Club that I've been following on uh, – Twitter and it's like, where are they? They have, they have a really good social media account. Where are they out of Sask? Uh, NE New England is that New England or Nebraska? Nebraska, Valentine, Nebraska. And they're called the Prairies. I didn't know yeah. there's Prairies in the U.S. Did you guys? It's like a sit, like it's a really cool account. They do a really good job. So inspiration maybe for other courses. Well, it's just I, I like I, I wouldn't know the course from a hole in the ground, but I saw a couple of their tweets and then followed them and they just have sick content all the time. Actually, Wheat City does a pretty good job too of mm-hmm. um, that they do. At least keeping up with the events and stuff going around and promoting their beverage carts and stuff like that and different stuff they got going on. Yeah, I would say I would say they're probably the the best besides Patty this year. They had some sick, sick footage. Who did it? Chammy? Did Chammy do the footage? Yeah, Shami did a lot of the stuff, I think. Scramble Studios. And, uh, I mean, anytime you get Grady on a camera, it's usually yeah. some gold. It's pretty entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of Wheat City, they won the most improved for 2021. Um, uh, did you guys play any courses this year that had improved a lot from last year or no? Dauphin I don't know. Lake. I, Dauphin Lake? 
Yeah. This is the best it's been for like since when we were kids. This and Ray's gone year. now, eh? Yeah. But sick job. Like the course was the greens were like absolutely incredible. Uh the course was mint. That's the, the best I've seen it in a long time for sure. So Dolphin's hat will be in the ring. Uh, most underrated last year we had is Buffalo Point. I think there's a lot of courses that could fall under this umbrella for most <clears> underrated. <throat> I mean, I would obviously be biased to say Rossman Lake just because nobody ever comes out here. Um, and it's always in such good shape. And it's just so – it's such a fun course to play. And we had uh, our, our King uh, Best and Worst tournament here this year. And there was guys from Dauphin that came out. There was guys from – a few parts of uh, Manitoba that came out and played for the first time. And they were uh, really impressed with the course and, and the layout. It's, it's just a fun course to play. I can piggyback that. Uh, like I haven't played it in probably five years before playing this year. And yeah, you kind of forget how, how much of a gem it actually is. I didn't play many other courses this year to like, say I ventured out to, to find one that, that stuck out, but um no i just always forget that it is actually a pretty sick track for where it is and how small of a community it's in yeah, yeah i agree with that <laughs> you know uh i didn't play it personally but i heard from a few different people and you guys have maybe never played there have you guys ever played mccreary yeah yeah i played there in uh provincials regionals, whatever is before regionals? provincials I think yeah. we gotta. I think we gotta make an effort to get out there. Um, there's a few young guys like uh, Maddie Evenson, uh, Chalch, that uh, Taylor Fletcher, uh, Benson. They're from there and they play there and they they're on the board and they're. I think they're doing a lot of good things out there. So I, I heard some really good things about it this summer. So I'd like to get out there again. It's in a such a cool spot, like right beside the park, eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't really remember the course. I just remember it was like kind of a, a lot of back and forth holes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, I'm guessing they must have upped their game since then if they're talking about it as a good course because it honestly it wasn't that much to write home about at that time. No, I'm just saying underrated. Like I think it's actually right. pretty cool. Like it wouldn't be one of the top courses, but I think it's underrated. Like I think it's actually a really nice nine. It's kind of in a, a weird spot. Like McCreary's kind of tucked away. Like I'm saying for mm-hmm. Dauphin. Right, because if I'm going to drive an hour, like I'll yeah. go to to Gilbert or Clear Lake or Poplar or even the cabin. Right, it's tough, tough spot for us. But I'd like to get out there for sure next summer. What about this category? This this would be um, controversial for sure. What about the most overrated course? <laughs> you don't have to answer that. It's not. It's, we don't want to be uh, doxing ourselves on here. Uh, by any means, but <laughs> if we threw out uh, most overrated course and actually did like an actual poll, I feel like it would get lots of traction. It would probably piss a course off, which whatever. I mean, what do you do? People, the people have spoken. I, I would be really interested to see the results of that. I have a few ideas in my head of what I think it would be. Well, I do too, but at the same time, it would be near the top of my best courses too. Like clearly, <laughs> yeah. like it's still... It still is overrated, but it still is highly rated. It's only overrated because we played so much. Maybe that's yeah. people. If you can't taking if you, taking it for granted, if you went somewhere 
and Laurier. <laughs> Laurier. I didn't even know Laurier had a course. Um, if you went somewhere <laughs> around Canada and played the same course as Clear Lake and you'd never played it before, you'd think it was absolutely disgusting. But we've played it like you think? probably over a hundred times. Oh man, there's so many cool holes there. And it's like such a player's like such a playable course. Okay, but like let's pit it against Saskatchewan's best course. And I don't even know if it is, but uh, what was that Dunes? casino one that we – yeah, Dunes. Dunes blows it out of the water. Depends. And I think Waska Sioux is probably the top course in Saskatchewan, according to Patty Law anyways. Oh, there's a shake reminder. Everybody shake. Oh, I lost my streak big time. Did you? I, yeah. No. Yeah. But um, I guess you, oh, yeah, you, can't, you, you can't really compare it to – to Clear Lake or to uh, Saskatchewan courses. Why? I'm just saying there's nothing really else like it in Manitoba. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. I mean, that would have been like in my head, I might have thought Clear Lake just because it has so much hype. I mean, you it has really so much over, hype. Yeah. You can't really be overrated unless there's a lot of hype there, right? Right. So the the thing is though, like if we're if we're talking about Clear Lake as being the most overrated course, Clear Lake won the best overall course last year, and probably in will the, again in the domies, year. and probably will again this year. So it's like, yeah. I mean, to to be even considered and for the over overrated, you have to be rated very high already, right? Yeah. Not necessarily. No. Like if you're diggity dog shit and you're still ranked tenth. You could still be overrated and true. That's true. Eyes. And well, I mean, you'd you'd have to you'd have to counter or you'd have to figure out like how far it is from like a major center. You'd have to figure out like how well they keep their grounds, and you'd have to figure out the cost too, right? I think that kind of all play into being overrated or not. Do you know what I think is the most overrated course? Gilbert, Granite Hills. <laughs> actually granite i would probably put granite up there for mine too i'd probably put it ahead of clear lake actually granite didn't win anything last year here but you're right Rio, in terms of like having to go so far out of your way for one and to pay like not average above average to to uh to pay and to have dog shit greens two out of three times being there I would also say overrated for Granite Hills, but I also didn't want to contribute to this conversation. So I think that we'll, <laughs> if we were to introduce a overrated category, we wouldn't be um, able to vote in it or it wouldn't be our opinion on it. It would be what people think of it. I would be really interested to see what that would be. Maybe we'll throw it in there this year. We got to mix things up a little bit. Heckler has to be majorly up there for underrated too. I agree. The place but- is sick. It's also out of the way. It's it costs a lot. It's so sick, man. It is sick. It's kind of like Clear Lake, except you can actually see the lake. I forget who it was was telling me. Him and his wife go every year in June. There's a special that you can stay two or three nights, get four rounds of golf, and a hundred dollar food voucher for like five hundred and fifty dollars at Hecla. Yeah, Hecla's sick. It's a, it's a great deal. Um, do, do you guys not wish that Clear Lake would have more less trees and more 
lake views other than just like hole nine? Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you are so close. Like 10, 10, 11, 12 should be like. Absolutely. The, the water should be in plain sight. I think that they should clear out all those trees on the top of 12 uh, tee box. But they also might be, well, they they'll can't. definitely be handicapped yeah. because of being a park, right? True, yeah, very true. <clears throat> so what about this? We just go do it. And <laughs> <laughs> we're we'll uh, all black. We'll see the next asteroid, asteroid hits there. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be such a nice view. That'd be a better view than uh, nine, I think. Twelve T. Yeah, yeah, it would be so sick. I mean, what would it hurt to just drill some holes in the trees and put some diesel down there or whatever it is? Oil isn't that how you kill trees? Just do, just yeah, do one be... one tree per round that you do there. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. do that. You could just cut yeah, the tops off. If you kill a fly in the park, then he'd be in shit. Never mind. Yeah, that's true. Trees. Very true. Okay, best tournament. We can kind of skip over that. I think that uh, too biased. Um, the best greens were Shiloh last year. I think the best greens that I played this year were actually Oak Island. Yep. Oak yeah, Island's greens were top notch this year. You're going to say entire course. Gilbert Rigo? Gilbert's are sick. I, th- I really think that Oak Island's going to give Clear Lake a run for their money this year in terms of best course. I believe that. Good. I hope so. They're starting to kick up their um, social medias. Oak Island. Yeah, they are actually. Did you see that cool uh, post that they have? Uh, Looks like an owl or this like wildlife tree that they carved out into like a little town. 18. 18 green. Yeah, yeah. That's actually sick. I love that kind of stuff for like courses, like nice touches like that. Yeah, GP got one of those. It's like an eagle and a bear. Yeah. And GP had their new sign this year too, right? Really nice sign, yeah. Uh, Best fairways were Oak Island. I don't think anybody will beat them for that. Nope. St. Charles maybe or Niaqua maybe. I don't know. I never played there this year though. Carberry won the toughest. Shiloh's got to be up there, no? Shiloh is a tough course, Shiloh. man. If the wind's going. That course is ridiculously hard. It actually is. Like, there's but not It is easy. so hard. Like, the first four holes are kind of the same. They're fairly straightforward. But then, I mean, you got the the back nine is wild. Like, Unless not... it's not windy. Even so, though. Like, I've never had an easy round of Shiloh in my life. True. So you get better playing there, though. They produce absolutely. a lot of good golfers because you play there all the time and you get better. There's a lot of good golfers in Shiloh, or mm-hmm. the play out of Shiloh, I mean. Yeah. And best overall, we kind of touched on this. Clear Lake won last year. I think that they'll be hard to knock off. I think that it's possible, though, that somebody knocks them off. And if anybody is going to, I think it's going to be Oak Island. Yeah. Oak Island had another year this year by the sound of it. Like in terms of stay and play stuff, like when I was trying to book the King Cup with Dez and the blue chair, like he was 
they're they were busy there this year, which is good because like a couple of years ago, man, you'd show up in that place, there'd be two cars in the parking lot. Yeah, well, and it's good that they got that work. restaurant open or like the the upstairs pro shop and restaurant. It's sick. Yeah. It changes the course. It does completely. Because you can't have a premier golf course running out of a cart shed, essentially. No. <laughs> or how old no, it really, though. Yeah. That place is. Yeah, yeah, whatever it was, yeah. It's part of the whole I don't experience, know what right? the, th- the thought process really was there, now that I'm thinking about it. But, like, off the... They just couldn't the afford to pay like, staff. That, um, but the, the restaurant was hopping at one point, for yeah. a few years anyways. Yeah. And they had the pro like shop off the left-hand side there. <clears throat> and they had a vendor there and everything, but yeah. Yeah, it was weird when the <laughs> when the pro shop was in that little shed and that huge building was completely empty for like a year. Yeah. yeah. Couldn't find I mean, the overhead maybe too, I don't know. Probably. Yeah. It's... But I think somebody bought it last year or the year before, didn't they? Yeah. So maybe that's what it is. They're, they're doing big things, yeah, definitely. Like yeah. They're probably thinking yeah. like if we want to make money, we got to like... Spend money to make money, basically, and make this place look good. Which is the exact opposite of the Mulligans guy who leased it for a year and cut half the green staff and expected that, you know, we're going to make money by cutting costs. This is not how it works. No. Especially when you're that far out of brand, like, you have to bring people there. So is it going downhill then? It was. It. I mean, that was three or four years ago now, maybe more. Hmm. No, not Mulligans itself. Like, the Mulligans guy was leasing oak island oh yeah he, they were running it for that's what you mean okay maybe? i thought you yeah. meant mulligans itself oh i already shook bro yeah it's funny when courses do that and expect the same like what are you thinking i forgot there's another course that did that not too long ago they they must have had tough times though man when you're shutting off the lights in your clubhouse to save money mm-hmm. yeah but at the same time, like they didn't have anybody coming there. Like it was, yeah, it was a mess. It's good it was, now, though. Yeah, thank God. Like, could you imagine if like that place went under or something? That course just sitting there. Boy, should have bought it when it was in the dumps. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> if the kingdom was around back then, we could have crowdfunded it and bought Oak Island. Yeah, <laughs> crowdfunded it. Maybe we will still. Who knows? Yeah, I don't think so. It's on my lifetime goals, so we'll see. Okay, let's wrap it up with uh, segments. Segs. I, I got one. I'll start. Um, well, okay, but let's <clears throat> talk about this. So, yeah. in in the past, we had been doing the kingdom. We did it a recorded version, and we did segments every week. So, Rigo had the stroke saver, drums had culture corner, and then you see this lately. And I had uh, two pina coladas and the junk drawer. But we kind of stopped that since we started doing live shows because there's always so much going on in the chat that it's hard to really focus on anything. But starting tonight and going into 2023, segments are back. We got some updates to them. We got some changes. And we also got some variables that we can throw in here. So what do we got tonight, Reggie? What are you doing? What do you focus on tonight? Golf? Yeah, it's golf. So it's... Probably lots of mine. Um, I I used a lot of uh, stroke savers off the start there. So I'm, mine are kind of going to be cool golf facts or cool things that happen in the golf world or a tip or my take on a tip uh, for that uh, certain week. 
Um, honestly, like truthfully speaking, quite a bit of my stuff might come from this loose dag, you know, like golf stat pro guy. And a lot of it will just be based on uh, managing our expectations. Cause you go to the course and you expect because you're a scratch, because you're a, a low handicap that your things are always going to go good from certain yardages. So this one I found really interesting. So, um, from 60 to 80 yards in the fairway, PGA Tour players hit it inside eight feet 25% of the time. One out of four times, PGA players, the best players in the world. From how far to where? From 60 to 80 yards in the fairway. To they how hit far? Inside eight feet 25% of the time. Really? PGA guys? PGA guys. The best players in the world. I'm Jesus usually at least Christ. three out of four. <laughs> isn't that crazy though like that's yeah. actually hard to believe and you're 60 to 80 yards in the fairway and you put it to like 15 feet and you're pissed off about it like not i'm not saying but you know you expect to put it tight if you get inside that that yardage but i mean yeah, the best players great. in the world this guy's like this he got a dm and like he always takes stuff like this so he got a direct message from this guy it said, how did dad tell me his son should be inside eight feet every time from 60, 80 yards? Can you post what the actual percentage is inside eight feet from that distance? So then he looks it up and he goes by all like the stat tracking stuff like that, that the PGA has. And he actually calculates it based on actual what it is. And it's one out of every, like 25% of the time. Like it's incredible. And there's like, that's one of like, that's just from yesterday. Like, and there's those every day that just blow your mind how crazy yeah. the stats are. I think that's a so, good thing to check on just because what you said, like it puts things into perspective a little bit more, right? Managing your expectations. You go out and you're sulking because you put it to 20 feet. Like mm -hmm. you can make the 20 footer or if not, you made a par. Like that's yeah. what you're right. literally playing the hole for is to make a par. You know what I mean? It's, it's great. It, it is tough. And it's the best players in the world that have a mindset like that. You know what I mean? Whereas if I put it to ten feet and I missed the putt, I'm pissed off, and then I'm, it probably affects my next hole. Where this you true. still made a par, yeah, like you did for sure. Uh, yeah. It's yeah. It, I fact, think I got well, a tire pump from JT too. They were quote tweeting back and forth. Oh really? Yeah. Oh really? I I also think Rigo for like for me, this is me personally talking. So I don't know if you guys feel the same way or not, but. I think it's more like affects me more because it doesn't happen every hole. Like those guys are usually in that position more. And so when I'm actually in a position where I'm 60 to 80 yards out, I'm like licking mm -hmm. my chops. Mm -hmm. And when I blow that opportunity, it's more difficult to come back from because they're doing that every hole pretty much. But then, so even more so, I guess then. Right. Um, mm -hmm. They got that much more practice from that yardage. Mm -hmm. Right. And yeah, we expect like, yeah. yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Good. Anyways, I, like I thought that. that was cool. I'll probably oh. pick a few. Like, I'll do those. I'll do some tips if I think of something during the off season, or like just an all around cool golf story. But there'll probably be lots of stuff like that that I pick up on Twitter. Okay, good stuff, Rigo. I like it. The boys are back in segment mode. Reggie's back in stroke saver mode, and I'm back in Armageddon mode. <laughs> Chicken little. Chicken little. What I'm going to be focusing on is I actually had a couple ideas. So I'm going to be doing either a time capsule, which means I'm going to go back to like X amount of years this time, say it's uh, November 30th during this week, what happened in the world. And I'm going to like highlight things like that in history, stuff that happened. 
just to kind of give us also perspective of how far we've come technological wise and in other aspects of life. So that's going to be part of it. I'm going to be talking about obviously um, Bitcoin, Silverstone, whenever something kind of relates to sports or whatever it may be, or in this case, something that I just could not believe in terms of like the financial world. So I'm going to share this uh, headline with you guys. And I don't really have a whole lot to say other, other than what the F is going on. So the headline reads, Bank of Canada lost 500 million in third quarter, making it marking its first loss in history. The first time a bank has lost money in the history in Canada. So I don't really want to elaborate too much on that. I kind of wanted just to bring it to light uh, and see if you guys have any thoughts on it or like how a how does a bank lose money? B what the i don't know is it does it is this stuff not crazy like where we just keep seeing things for the first time in history happening every day and people are just like everything's cool everything's fine i don't know i didn't expect any comments from you guys i just want because <laughs> i mean, I'm like we can go for another two hours on this type of stuff right yeah I just don't know how that happens. And I haven't spent enough time because I'm clearly not going to read CTV and see what their reasoning is for it because it'll be complete fluff bullshit. But it's interesting to say the least. Like we're living through some historic times right now. And so without, I didn't want to get depressing about it or anything. Oh, it's crazy. It It is is crazy. crazy. So I'll pass the torch to drums for uh, what's your segment's going to be drums. Uh, what's this one going to be? It's just a, a show wreck. So I can't remember what we fired that under. If it was Eusidas or Culture Corner. What was yeah. the show? No, I, I have a show oh, wreck. recommendation. Gotcha. But I can't yeah. remember if it was for if we have it under Eusidas or Culture Corner. Either way, sh- show recommendation. Uh, it's called Limitless with Chris Hemsworth. Do you know who that is? Like Thor. Mm-hmm. I'm a so fan. I, I was quite skeptical of this show to begin with because uh, Liz was like, I'm watching Limitless. You should watch it with me. And I thought she was watching like that. Do you remember that Bradley, Bradley Cooper? Cooper movie? Yeah, and they turned oh. it into a show. And so I thought that's what she was watching. I was like, not a fucking chance. Uh, but anyway, so he's doing like this um, documentary where he is going into it, trying to find the, like a natural way to healthily extend his life expectancy. So if there's different things other than just like his typical workouts, everything like that. And I mean, it gets into how he he has to like extreme bulk up to, to shoot Thor and like how kind of unhealthy that is because he's just strictly eating meat and and not dieting correctly just to bulk up that way. Okay. Um, Pause drums. Is this like true story? Yeah. Like it's a straight up documentary. Like he's doing this. Oh, okay. Uh, he's got like leading doctors. He's got trainers that do all these, uh, endurance competitions to extend like your, your help with your breathing, stuff like that, where he's doing cold plunges and just testing his body like to kind of crazy limits, but still being able to push himself and reach the goals that he's being set. Like the one I watched, he had to climb up a hundred foot rope, like just the rope that was hanging from like a, a gondola ride like across over a forest. <laughs> no way. 
Yeah. So like it's testing, it's testing like your, your self, like all your mental portions of it. In? Like, he's strapped in like, yeah, obviously they're not just going to kill Thor, but he <laughs> just climbs this 100 foot rope freestyle just back up there. But like the first time he did it, he got like two feet and fell down because he's like, I've never used those kind of mu those muscles yeah. in my life. And this guy's a fucking monster. Right. And they're like, well, you're going to have a harder time than most people because you're so fucking big. So yeah. he's bulking up to play Thor. And then he's got to do this challenge at the kind of the same time. But then he ends up breaking his foot or spraining his ankle. So I called bullshit on that. But at the same time, he did still have to complete this challenge. Uh, and then another one was he uh, was doing like cognitive testing and they discovered that he is, he has a certain gene that makes him nine times more likely than the average person uh, to be susceptible to Alzheimer's. So that kind of like kicked him in the dick. And since filming this show and getting that diagnosis, he's stepped away from acting. Uh, he's taken like a, Hiatus. Really? He has. He said, "Like I don't even know if I'll be back." But he's doing everything he can to try to overcompensate for having that gene. Every every little thing he can do to extend his life or extend his healthy life, so that he can just grow up, grow old with his kids, grow old with his grandkids, and still share the experiences. Like I started getting like super emotional in the last episode because he was like, "I want to remember like my grandkids. Like I want to have that memory." that I had with my yeah. grandfather. I want to have that. And anything I can do, like if taking the 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 ice baths twice a month, if that extends my life by three years, absolutely I'm doing that. I mean now he's a little more yeah. um he's got more lucky in the in the yeah. fact he's got all the tools that he can right. do this with. Right. right. But um the guy Still. even the guy said like if you go for a simple walk you turn, you don't have headphones on, uh, you keep your phone at home, just deconnecting from society, but even just going for a half hour walk in the park, you do that three or four times a week, that could extend your, your life by a year or can extend like your healthy life by a year. So right. you're it all kicked back. Like it's just crazy the shit that that happens because like that's not how the body our bodies weren't designed to be on computers nonstop. So like yeah, everything in your, your brain is not being used. So it's just, everything's deteriorate, deteriorating faster than that. But yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's uh, it, I, it actually kind of blew my mind how into this show I was. I was thinking, I don't know, it's just kind of another one of these celebrities, blah, blah, blahing. But uh, got super into it, got super into this dude. He's uh, seems like an absolute beauty aside from like being Thor. He just seems like a good dude. So uh, that's on Disney Plus. If you guys have that, check oh, that it? out. It's, it's a good one. That sucks. I won't hey, watch it. Two takeaways from that. I got like life-changing uh, Sunday. I was hung pretty bad. Um, really bad. And Easton's like, uh, I was in bed still. And she's like, come downstairs and, and uh, put your face in this bowl. And I'm like, okay. I saw that. Have you done that before? Mm -hmm. How good? Yeah, it's crazy. Like life changer. No, like that's what honestly, said, man. That's what we said about cold showers, man. Same thing. No, what this was like, like I put my face there. You you fill a bowl with ice, ice water, mm -hmm. and you just put you just put your face you go face down into it for as long as you can hold it. I did it probably like 
seven times and I was just like back to 100%. It was, and I was like very hungover before that. Just your face? Yeah. Like it probably reduces the swelling and inflammation, eh? I don't know. Whatever it did, it worked. And I'll be using it again in the future. What's your um, other takeaway? Second takeaway. Uh, it was actually an idea from Fox. Um, he said he's been getting together with people lately. And when people come over, if he's hanging out with people, he, sh- he just shuts his phone right off. And he just yeah. says, because there's too many times. And, <clears throat> and I noticed too, like if you're hanging out with someone and you're like, you're having a conversation then like out of the corner of your eye, like if your phone lights up and then you look at it and then you grab your, pick your phone up and then you look at that message and then you open Twitter and then open something else. And then you're not really present. He said that he's just noticed such a big difference, like being present with people mm-hmm. by shutting his phone off. So I've been trying to do that, like not shutting it off, but just Putting maybe it setting it in a different room or yeah, it's, and it's unreal. The difference it makes, it's just a nice break. Like the one yeah. thing they did to, uh, with regards to that was, uh, and this was to help his memory, um, was him and his buddy went for like a camp hike where they had a destination that they had to reach. Uh, they mapped it out, but then they didn't bring the map. He, so he had to remember, we walk till we hit this point. We go up this point. We can camp here for the night. So when they hit that, and then in the morning, he knew he had to go this way to reach whatever the destination was. So it wasn't like it was terribly hard, but you still had to to Thanks. use your brain. But they had no cell phones, no GPS. Like I would kind of get into doing that once maybe a year. going Like just going in the bush, camping, no phones, nothing, no lights even. I could, I think I could do it for like one night. <laughs> one night. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean, I have a few thoughts on that too. This whole thing is like, the first thing is the, the finding what your DNA is and then making decisions based on that. Like when we were in Florida, the um, bridge and um, Megan, her friend there, she was talking about her family that had this 23 and me, I think, is that the DNA thing? And they tell you like, this is what you're susceptible as a, as like your DNA, you're susceptible. So you can, you know, do things to counteract that. Right. But I would like to do that. I just don't trust the companies who are taking that DNA from you. And I don't think I'm alone there for sure. But if if there was like a, if there was a company or some sort of organization that I knew that it was being legit. used in a in a legit way i i would 100 percent do that regardless of what the cost is because i think there's so many benefits from i mean you can still it. do that here like you can go get your blood tested and you can have it analyzed by the doctors and stuff and they can kind of tell you what is if you continue down this path you'll end up with this yeah probably i mean they used to have a, you'd have an idea there right yeah like, i think these idea. ones get rid of really specific in terms yes, of yes for sure and for 300 bucks, I don't know how, like, some of it might be pretty Mickey Mouse and just like, but she said that a lot of them were accurate. So I would be and interested. I just don't think I would do like a 23andMe type of deal. Yeah. Cause that's how they catch serial killers. What do you mean? Like, that's how they cat, caught some serial killers because, like, the serial killer's aunt's cousin did a 23andMe and it hit on a serial killer database. Really? So like, oh, yeah. Like they track it. Yeah. Like they track. Okay. Now this family hits on this case who like they nail it down from there. Sick. Yeah. Um, 
second thing is, is I want to get caught is what I'm saying. Um, when we were driving through the States, like we were on the road for 70 hours total. And, uh, we got, we went through, what city was it? Atlanta. We were in Atlanta during the day, I think. I'm pretty sure it was Atlanta. But anyways, we, we would turn off our, our, our data cause we didn't want to be using data all the time, but it would still load the map of like what route you should take. And even without the data, it shows you where to go. But as soon as you get off that route, you're, you're plucked. They don't tell you how to get back on there. Just as soon as you're on the route, it, it tells you where to go. And I was thinking like, imagine 10, 15, 20 years ago before you had a phone in your hand and, and trying to like look at a map and like our parents would have had to done that, do that. I remember them doing that on trips even, but like having a map, like map of quest. every city that you had to go into to figure out what turn you need to take is nuts. Yeah. I mean, you could, you could probably figure it out if you had to. And even before, like, the phones did it, like, people had, like, GPSs on their dash that were, like, this big. <laughs> the Tom Toms or something, I think they were called. Yeah, yeah no, they're, they're, well, there's, yeah, there's that in the Garmin's, right? Right. But uh, that's we took that so to, hard to believe that that was a thing, man. Man, when we went to it Vegas, long, when man. I was after college, we used a Garmin. That was, like, 10 years ago. I know. <laughs> it's crazy. I think I the first time we went to Brainerd was one of those things. <laughs> <laughs> now vehicles have like same time. 75 inch screens in them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, we could keep talking probably for an hour, yeah. another hour, but I think we've hit our max here. So let's yeah. peace out. I think uh, maybe get Rip here on the show next week. I think so. Yeah. Chow was asleep last tonight. I don't know what the heck's going on. Where's Chaz even? He must be on the night shift. Oh, shout out to Chez. I got my driver. Nice. It's all here. Now I just got to wait five months to use it. I'd say reverse shout out to Chez. He didn't say one word tonight. I mean, forgetting the driver. Uh, what are you hitting us with for the word? Oh, yeah. this Is, is this week 11? I think so. I think yeah. so, too. Um, we could either do... Paul. <laughs> we can do Chaz. Stealth. We can do stealth. What do you guys think? Uh, I'd say Hall. Or Laurie or Asteroid? Hall. I say Hall. Okay, Hall. Hall it is. <laughs> Chaz is here. What? Did he, was he here the whole time or did he just, was his ears ringing? <laughs> Was his ears ringing? Maybe he's actually, uh, maybe he's actually working and just listening along instead of in the chat. Oh, maybe. So, what are we going to? That'd be a nice change for him. (laughs) H A L L. Yeah. H A L L. No S. Okay. Well. Okay, let's bounce. I got shit to do. We're out of here. Thanks, everybody, for joining. We will be back next week, hopefully with a very special guest. And we'll be on week 12 of the 12-week Word Challenge. Stick around. We'll see you guys next week. Peace out, everybody. Love you, boys. boys. Love you, fellas. See you next week.